Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Golofsky. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I am the Northern California Vice President of Essex Mortgage and broker of Real Life Real Estate. And in studio today, we have Miss Jessica Couch, branch manager. Hi, Jessica. Good evening. Tell everybody who you are and what you do. Full-time realtor. I really enjoy helping people make money with their money. Of course, we're seeing a lot of uh, folks using their equity currently for you know move up or move down. Right. But you know, my, my personal favorite is going to continue to be multifamily. Multifam is my jam. I really love helping people with multifamily. And I know that your investors are listening out there. I know we've got a couple properties near we the do. end of the show. Stay tuned for that. Those of you that might be tuning in for the first time, we're celebrating our seventh year here on air, and we started on a little station up in the Sacramento area and continuously have grown uh, throughout Northern California by adding affiliates, all because of you, the consumer. I thought that uh, after the downturn and our business was turned upside down and we needed a location for you guys to come call, text, ask questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. So we have a ton of ways to get a hold of us tonight. Uh, first of all, our text line is 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. Jessica mentioned earlier, if you want to jump on Facebook, you can hit Real Life Lending Radio and t- uh, like us, hit like, follow us, and be able to listen to shows, maybe ask a, ask a question, comment on the show that you might have heard this week. Uh, secondly, we have our website, reallifelending.com. Again, that's reallifelending.com. You know, the last few months, we kind of announced that uh, we've been, I've been doing this show, and I've been a lender for so, so long, and I've also grew up in the Bay Area. I know the market really well. I'm down there several times a month visiting our partner agents, and we actually created a division to go along with uh, Real Life Lending. It's called Real Life Real Estate, and Jessica is our branch manager, and we are continuously growing our footprint because of just the sheer response that we've gotten from you, the consumer, and our audience for keeping a number one, keeping us on the air this long, and number two, uh, just because of the need. And what better way to maximize your selling of your home by the large footprint that we have right. uh, through all the affiliate stations that we have? We have, and on the lending side, we have a ton of pre-approved buyers, so it's very usually a quick process all under one roof. Jessica, so you do some special things to the listeners to the show. You want to tell us about that under Real Life Real Estate? I do. Are you talking about for our buyers? You, Bu- buyers are what we do a lot of for, um, we we, ha- we are able to help a lot of buyers in the month of December because people that have been on the market for you know a little while because of our flush of inventory um, start getting really nervous around the holidays, so it's a great time to be able to work with more buyers right. as we typically do and pick up a good deal. So our buyers receive uh, free inspections. They, they, they're not out of pocket for their inspections at all. We do a roof inspection, a pest inspection, a home inspection, and a sewer and septic inspection, uh, depending on what we have there. And um, then we cover their appraisal as well. So they are not out any money until we get to the closing table right. outside of their earnest money deposit, which is applied. So I think it's a great deal for buyers. And it's still a great time, I think. Are it you is. seeing that people are afraid to take that step? Or are you seeing a lot more people this year taking that step saying, what do I have to do to get pre-qualified? Where, think, where would I go? I think pe- people have finally connected that, hey, my rent is increasing right. every right. year. Every every 12 months that my landlord can increase his uh-huh. rent, they are. And I think that we talk about it all the time about fixing the cost of real estate. Forget about right. home ownership and making money and building wealth and all the great things that come along with it. But we finally have the young folks, uh-huh. uh, the millennials out there that um, are tired of living in the basement right? or have kind of maybe, and again, this is my thought. I don't think that that's really the case. I think that a lot of them maybe experienced 
their parents going through maybe uh-huh. an lo- economic loss during the downturn, and it kind of scared them on home ownership. Right. But I think they kindly have seen the market and heard some good things, and maybe had some friends that bought a house. Right. Maybe through us, or are just gone through the experience and hey, and hey, that's not so bad. Right. And actually, you know what? I'm paying less in my mortgage payment than I was in rent. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's getting that enthusiasm that I think people are really excited about. And we always continuously hear, hey, I missed my chance. No, you haven't. It's right. a great time to buy real estate. I would agree. We are still in a good time. And you know why? Because mortgage rates have finally flattened out. We started the year at <sighs> the highest rates in seven years. We've had a really two-week uh, two great betterment. Stock market hasn't done all that well. And just a reminder, folks, when the stock market doesn't do well, people pull their money out of the market to, to put it in safer investments, being the bond market. So the bond market doesn't have to offer that mm-hmm. that high of a rate uh, to attract those buyers so interest rates come down. Right. But when the market is skyrocketing and people uh, want to make as much money as they can, they pull their money out of the bond market and put it into the stock market. Mm-hmm. And the bond market has to entice people by raising interest rates. And it's kind of the difference between uh, how mortgage rates work. And it's not really tied to the bond market. It's mortgage-backed securities, but it is kind of that that motion. Right. So mortgage rates are, are great. We've had a great betterment. The last two two weeks, we're five, back under 5% in some products. Wow. So, uh, but you got to remember, and I think that we are in a position where the Fed even says, you know, they were planning on raising interest rates eight times this year. They kind of like, kind of pulled back and said, you know what? I think it's good where it's at. It's kind of like that. It's not. It's curbing inflation, and it's kind of where things really need to be. In fact, I have an article here. And those of you that are all doom and gloom, and another recession is coming, and I'm going to wait till housing corrects. Yeah. Uh, and there's an article, and it says uh, it's actually came uh, out today. Uh, there could be an unlikely place to hide if a recession is coming. And you know where that place is? In wow. housing. Wow. <laughs> the US I don't like ha- it. And the funny thing is, is that we all remember the last downturn in 2008. But that, right. if you look at all the other recessions since 1980, um, the U.S. housing index and housing has always weathered the storm, uh-huh. with the exception of 2008. And we know that that was caused by a lot of different things, whether whoever you put the blame on, whether it was legislators made us create those loan products or whether it was the secondary market falsifying the bonds and telling them they were AAA rated and when they were really not so great. Um, but I think that this could be a particularly big cycle for household formation and, and especially owning to the, owing to the millennials. You know, that subprime mortgage crisis that brought about the last recession, um, that was the intent. That was actually the cause. But you know, the housing market has roared back. We have better lenders, lending standards, and much lower long-term interest rates. That also that kind of entices people to buy houses. Right. Agreed? Right. I would totally agree. Especially you know, eight, 2018. We started 2018. Rates were on the rise, and the, you know, the, it, it's just it, it, where we are now is such a good time in the industry. It's more common sense underwriting and it really makes sense. You have to have income, you have to have credit, you have to have a job. And most of the time you have to have some assets if, or even if those, that form of assets comes in the form of down payment, right? There is a great time to buy homes. Would you agree? What are you I seeing would, as far as trends? I would think, I, well, I personally think we're seeing a lot more buyers come out of the woodwork. We have several listings coming up on January 1st for folks that are either you know moving up or moving down, several of which are moving down, which mm-hmm. you know our, our trend this whole right. year has been moving up. But I think um, I'm seeing for a few different reasons, you know, folks aging and, and just taking their equity and being able to, to use something. And then right. we're seeing a lot of first-time buyers take advantage of down payment assistance right. programs or getting assets from, from parents, grandparents, and taking advantage of the market right now. And just so you know, there are home down payment assistance programs that have no income limits. 
a lot of them are one hundred and fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars. So you can still take advantage of those. But you know, even home builders, you know, we're, 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 home sales they might be slowing a little bit. But with mortgage rates kind of coming back in line, right. it, I think it's more of a sign of stabilization. And and home builders, you know, the the strength in home builders right now. Um, the lack of inventory is just making them strong. Right. Are you are you seeing a lot of people go to the new home builders? I know that there's a lot of new developments. We're seeing all that land finally being built on. It, well, there is one home builder in particular that I'm really fond of that's an over 55 community. And I think those homes in particular are very attractive to folks that want a single level right. and kind of a resort style living. Um, it, that's a really attractive mark. Yeah, I just think that there are so many opportunities right now. If you're young, just out of school, believe it or not, we can use your your school transcripts uh-huh. in lieu of employment history. There are so many things that I think young folks don't realize and understand and maybe think that they have all these hurdles in front of them to become a homeowner. And there's really not. Right. We do it all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and especially if you're a veteran out there. Right. We have a specific website set up just for you. It's militarymortgage.info and what that that goes directly to one of our team members who's a veteran himself he volunteers at the local veterans administration he knows your benefit inside and out and will be able to help you today and hold your hand through the whole process and it really is one of the best products i feel in our industry and we love veterans, right? We do. That's where this uh, whole idea came from initially with helping out for inspections and for appraisals. We were going to help right. just veterans with that. And uh, everyone liked that idea so much. We help all of our friends now with this, with the same idea. But it, it really came from our, our friends of veterans and being able to give back. Yeah, we have so many success stories. And, and they're, they're from folks that are just like you listening to the show, you know, I have all these job titles, but the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks or, or on the phone and walking you through the process and taking you through a fully underwritten pre-approval process. So by the time Jessica and one of our agents get uh, get your name and number, you you know exactly, all right, this is what it's going to cost me out of pocket. This is what uh, my mortgage payment is going to be at this price point. Mm-hmm. This is the time it's going to take. These are the down payment assistance programs I qualify for. We want you to be an educated buyer and have the power of knowledge on probably one of the largest investments you're ever going to make. And it helps on the sales side, right? And my favorite place is getting you in my car. And then we go out and look. And it really is. You know, I took some... um, a, a, a friend of the show and his wife around right. and I, you know, a couple months ago to look at some properties. Mm-hmm. And w- when we got out there, I said, you know, these, these areas are kind of marginal where we were in right. Sacramento, but this is where the rent's going to work. This is where the cash flow is going to work. And they said, you know, we're, we're not afraid of this. We're in this for a profit. We're right. not living here. And I was like, it's so refreshing to work with people, especially when they call in from the show. I just love being able to meet our callers and, and get them in the and car. Somebody's and show listening, them right? Stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's somebody's listening. <laughs> I didn't have any it's not doubt, just us in a, in a little room <laughs> having a conversation. <laughs> It is really rewarding to meet these people in person and then be able to present something that's really going to work when the numbers are so inflated in the Bay Area. And I think that's why we've been able to stay on the air so long and continuously have grown. We have helped so many folks just like you. The best thing you could do, it's end of year, New Year's resolution coming up. Make 2019 the year of home ownership for most of you. Whether it's your first home, second home, maybe first investment property, we do it all. And even if you're looking for that commercial property, we have people that are listening that, that are into that as well. Right. And uh, we're going to continue right after this talking about real life lending and real life real estate. It's real life lending with financial services expert, Eric Golofsky. All right, everybody. Welcome back. 
to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I'm here with Jessica Couch, and today we're talking real estate and lending. Again, if you have a question for us, our text line is 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. If you're an agent out there and you have a property you'd like to talk about, maybe you have an open house coming up this weekend and you wanted to at least pitch it on the show, give us a call. You can talk. be live here on the show, 925 925- 2035808925205808 one of the things that i came across a listener actually uh, brought to my attention cuz they were actually looking uh, to sell their home and actually called and, and was asking about moving up the hill a little bit and asking came out talk original conversation about prop 90 which has since gone right. away uh, but they explained to me that they had gotten into a bind during the downturn and they had asked when we started talking about finances and types of loans because we were calculating how much cash they were going to have to invest on their new home. Uh, they, they provided some documentation to me that I had really only seen once other before in my lifetime. And I've been doing this 29 years. And this is a actual a product that was used during the downturn. And if you've had this or if you've experienced this, because I'm looking actually for some help to see how this is going to play out. Because these folks, um, during the downturn uh, and, the, and the Great Recession, they were in, in, in really probable chance of losing their nice, beautiful mm-hmm. home in, in Burlingame. Oh. And at the time, it was worth around $2 bucks. Okay. Uh, and they only owed probably about 900000 on it, but they were in arrears and they were behind. And they searched for, they saw their neighbors and everybody else losing their homes. And they were actually pretty desperate to, to find a way to, to save their home. And they stumbled across this company, and I'm not going to name them on the air, but it was actually, it's not really a loan. So what they did was they provided some funds to catch them up uh-huh. uh, and did a, um, almost like a profit sharing. They bought into the option, an option of their home uh-huh. for a certain percentage. So the way this reads, and they had them send me all their paperwork, and the way it reads is that... Uh, it's an option agreement, so they're purchasing a percentage of the home's gain whenever they sell their property. So they they ended up loaning them about one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. The house was worth about two million as appraised value. They did a ten percent; they called it a risk adjustment. So they use an appraised value of one point seven five about one point seven million dollars. They loaned them about one hundred fifty to bring them up to speed in arrears. And make them solvent, and they didn't have to pay anything on that $150,000. Right. But in exchange for that, they they took a 22% percentage of any gain from that date till they sell whenever they sell their house. So it was valued at one9 If they sell it for two point nine today, they're going to get 22% of the gain, or roughly $220,000, plus the original one hundred and fifty. That they sold them. Wow. They 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 loaned, they gave them at close. I, I keep using the the lend, but it's not really a loan the way right. it's structured. But here's a here's a crazy thing. What does this look like? Oh, it looks like a closing disclosure. A closing disclosure. Very typical of a loan, right? <laughs> right. But it's not a loan. So it's 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 kind of guised in uh, wow. some unique paperwork. Um, that this is and this this is going to end up costing them um, almost three hundred thousand. Oh, I'm sorry that. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in. Let's see, this was fifteen when it closed, and uh, in about three years, four years possibly. What if they they never sell and never refi? Uh, 
Well, then it would just be continually growing on the equity oh based gosh. on that house as the so as when it more it grows, the larger twenty twenty two percent when they right. sell that property. Wow! So it it, it might have been a saving grace. Sure. I wish they would have called me or listened to the show, and or we would have been on the air back then. But I just find it funny that even ten twelve years after problems began, I'm right. I'm still learning about what people did. So what are they going to do? Are they thinking about selling now and, and getting getting out of they're, this They're going to sell and they're going to move. Uh, they're actually going to move up to the Eldorado Hills area because oh, nice. they can buy uh, you know, what they're going to sell their house for $3 million. And it's, it's a nice, beautiful home, 2,500 square feet. But they're going to be selling that for $2.5 million, maybe $2.7 million. And they're going to move up the hill, spend a million five, and have four times the square footage right. and a newer home. Right. Wow. But, it's just a matter of these are the types of things that I love because I love digging into this. Yeah. So if you're a listener and you've experienced or you have an agent or if you have somebody that experienced through this, I would love to get your feedback on how this will, is going to play out. So, um, you know, keep me abreast. Give me a call. 925-203-5808. And I'd love to get your feedback. That's real. I, that's the first I've ever heard of something it like is. that. And it's an expensive route. But right. the way they look at it is, hey, I saved my house. Uh-huh. I'm still going to walk away with a right. million plus dollars rather than lose it to the bank. No, but while this, they've got this, a point. this still is news to me. I, right. I was never aware about somebody doing something like this. And wow. just the way it comes across uh-huh. with a closing disclosure. Anyway, it's great to see this. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Again, if you have something like this, you get something in the mail, homework assignment number one is send it to Uncle Eric because I want to read it, talk about it on the air, and save folks from making the wrong decisions. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. It's Real Life Lending on Money 2.0 with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I'm here with Jessica Couch, and today we're talking real estate and lending. Again, if you have a question for us, our text line is 916-806-0606-916. 8060606. If you're an agent out there and you have a property you'd like to talk about, maybe you have an open house coming up this weekend and you wanted to at least pitch it on the show, give us a call. You can talk, be live here on the show, 925 203 5808. 925 203 5808. One of the things that I came across, a listener actually uh, brought to my attention because they were actually looking. Uh, to sell their home and actually called and, and was asking about moving up the hill a little bit and asking and came out talk original conversation about Prop 90, which has since gone right. away. Uh, but they explained to me that they had gotten into a bind during the downturn and they had asked when we started talking about finances and types of loans because we were calculating how much cash they were going to have to invest on their new home. Uh they, they provided some documentation to me that I had really only seen once other before in my lifetime. And I've been doing this 29 years. And this is a actual a product that was used during the downturn. And if you've had this or if you've experienced this, because I'm looking actually for some help to see how this is going to play out. Because these folks um, during the downturn uh, and, the, and the Great Recession, they were in, in, in really probable chance of losing their nice, beautiful mm-hmm. home in, in Burlingame. Oh. And at the time, it was worth around $2 million. bucks. Okay. Uh, and they only owed probably about 900000 on it, but they were in arrears and they were behind and they searched for, they saw their neighbors and everybody else losing their homes and they were actually pretty desperate to, to find a way to, to save their home. And they stumbled across this company, and I'm not going to name them on the air, 
but it was actually it's not really a loan. So what they did was they provided some funds to catch the, catch them up. Uh-huh. Uh and did a um almost like a profit sharing. They bought into the option on option of their home uh-huh. for a certain percentage. So the way this reads, and I had them send me all of their paperwork, and the way it reads is that uh, it's an option agreement. So they're purchasing a percentage of the home's gain whenever they sell their property. So they, they ended up loaning them about $150,000. Uh, the house was worth about $2 million as appraised value. They did a 10%. They called it a risk adjustment. So you use an appraised value of $1.7 million. They loaned them about 150 to bring them up to speed in arrears and make them solvent, and they didn't have to pay anything on that $150,000. Right. But in exchange for that, they they took a 22% percentage of any gain from that date till they sell whenever they sell their house. So it was valued at 1.9. If they sell it for 2.9 today, they're going to get 22% of the gain, or roughly $220,000, plus the original one hundred and fifty. That they sold them. Wow. They 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 loaned. They gave them at close. I, I keep using the the lend, but it's not really a loan the way right. it's structured. But here's a here's a crazy thing. What does this look like? Oh, it looks like a closing disclosure. A closing disclosure. Very typical of a loan, right? <laughs> right. But it's not a loan. So it's 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 kind of guised in uh, wow. some unique paperwork. Um, that this is in this this is going to end up costing them um, almost three hundred thousand. Oh, I'm sorry that. $350,000 in, let's see, this was 15 when it closed, and uh, in about three years, four years possibly. What the if they, they never sell and never refi? Uh, well, then it would just be continually growing on the equity oh based gosh. on that house. As a, so as when it's passed grows, down to the children 20, or grandchildren. 22% when they right. sell that property. Wow. So it, it, it might have been a saving grace. Sure. I wish they would have called me or listened to the show, and, or we would have been on the air back then. But I just find it funny that even... 10, 12 years after problems began, I'm, right. I'm still learning about what people did. So what are they going to do? Are they thinking about selling now and, and getting getting out of they're, this They're going to sell and they're going to move. Uh, they're actually going to move up to the Eldorado Hills area because oh, nice. they can buy uh, you know what they're going to sell their house for $3 million. And it's, it's a nice, beautiful home, 2,500 square feet. But they're going to be selling that for $2.5 million maybe 2.7 million and they're going to move up the hill, spend a million five and have four times the square footage right. and a newer home. Right. Wow. But it's just a matter of these are the types of things that I love because I love digging into this. Yeah. So if you're a listener and you've experienced or you have an agent, or if you have somebody that experienced through this, I would love to get your feedback on how this is going to play out. So, um, you know, keep me abreast. Give me a call. 925-203-5808. And I'd love to get your feedback. That's real. I, that's the first I've ever heard of something it like is. that. And it's an expensive route, but right. the way they look at it is, hey, I saved my house. Uh-huh. I'm still going to walk away with right. a million plus dollars rather than lose it to the bank. Yeah, but well, this, they've got this, a point. this still is news to me. I, right. I was never aware about somebody doing something like this. And wow. just the way it comes across uh-huh. with a closing disclosure. Anyway, it's great to see this. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Again, if you have something like this, you get something in the mail, homework assignment number one is send it to Uncle Eric because I want to read it, talk about it on the air, and save folks from making the wrong decisions. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Golofsky.
folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jessica Couch, branch manager of Real Life Real Estate. Hey, Jessica, we have a question from John, a text question. Uh, is it still possible to find a flip in this market? You know, I haven't seen one lately. Slim. I would say it's very, very slim. I've been looking with a couple for a couple of weeks on a um, what initially started as a search for a flip. And right. they have found since it's going to be a better investment for them to purchase something they would like to live in that they're going to fix up and then see what the market looks like in two years and rent out their current home. Yeah, I really think that, you know, if you've got some money in deep pockets, you can find some really luxury properties Mm -hmm. to flip. But you're talking about, you know, a million plus. Right. uh, Where you're talking about big rehab dollars and big dollars, and you're also seeing big returns. But yeah, the the days, you know, of of finding something to make the thirty or forty percent margin on and the three four hundred thousand like dollars. Thirty to forty yeah. percent. I, I don't know what yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I I have worked with several um, flippers and the majority of them didn't make any money. Right. So I, I'm very very skeptical of getting stuck, someone you know, into I, that I, position. I ran across a few when I was out looking recently for some investment property, and that you know you, you, they just you make your money when you buy it, right, right? right? And when you buy it wrong and anything goes wrong in your budget, which is 99% yeah. of the time, right? On a, on a, on a rehab, right. Then, um, it blows your margin. Right. And, you know, I see it more and more and it's just not worth the risk right. unless you have the big dollars, you know, buy for a million, put a million into it, sell it for 3 million. Mm-hmm. And then you're making a million bucks, but you got to have the price of admission to get in. Right. And you know, those are the things we always keep our eye out. But one of the things that I like to do this show for is if that you're an agent out there and you've got a property that maybe you want to wholesale really quick, right. that maybe won't, is not lendable mm-hmm. uh, and that you're looking for an investor or somebody to come in and, and, and buy it quick and a quick close. We have investors that uh, are, are dying for those properties. So if you have something that's coming up or you're thinking about listing after the first of the year, maybe you've got a pocket listing, you know, give us a call. More than likely, we have somebody that will jump on it immediately and you can uh, reach Jessica at? Uh, 916-532-8916. And I think, yeah, if you've got a property that, that isn't lendable, wholesaling is the way to go. Right. And then leave it up to whoever buys it as to how it, how that's going to work. Well, that gets back to a previous text question that we've had is that, you know, if somebody really wants to sell their home, but they have an idea, and we were kind of talking about during the break, that it needs a ton of Section 1 work, Mm -hmm. or it needs a new roof, and the seller just doesn't have the money to do that work, and then all of a sudden, if the seller comes in and makes us, they're going to do their inspections, they're Mm -hmm. going to ask for it to be repaired, and they just don't have the dollars. Right. What's the solution for that home home seller? I would would call a local contractor. We have a few in our vendor list that would work out a deal where they get paid at close of escrow. They'll charge more, of course, um, but they would do the work and then get paid at close of escrow, providing the property's going on, you know, as work is completed. Um, And that way you could get, you know, top dollar for your home and you would be able to pay top dollar for the repairs that were just done. If that's going to impede your, your sale. And I've, I've run across several people where it does. So again, if you have that unique property or maybe something that's just not, you're maybe a family member that wants to get rid of it, you know, give us a call. We'll, we have a list of of buyers and investors probably that live right down the street, right around the corner from you that, that will, we can, we can help facilitate that sale really quick. Right. Um, Hey, good news from Fannie and Freddie, a gift for the holidays that oh, they're going to, they're going to suspend evictions <laughs> <laughs> from December 17th to January 2nd. Wow. So God bless you, Fannie and Freddie. Um, which honestly I, I joke, but it's probably a good thing. Right. And a little bit of a PR move. So believe it or not, there are still people that are, 
still having their homes foreclosed on. I do believe it, uh, actually. Everybody still has problems. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, if you're in that position and you're maybe looking for a, a, a second opinion or on what how to proceed, and you're getting these things in the mail, give us a call. We're happy to help. Um, Jessica, you have some properties you oh, want to talk I do. about tonight? I do. Let me give you uh, let, let me give you some basis to this. Okay. Um, the reason that I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some outlying areas tonight is is because of paradise and our right. fires. So we were talking about it during the break, and I don't think we have a um, what's the word for it like an exact answer. But right. there's so many people displaced right. where the insurance company is paying for short term. Um, lodging arrangements for them while they're displaced. So one of the things that I think our listeners should consider is finding a property in one of these outlying areas. Um, Paradise is located in Butte County, which is, uh, Oroville's also there. And then if you come to the next, you know, two closest counties that are um, pretty inexpensive, um, it would be Tehama County that we can mm-hmm. get you into or um, Sutter Yuba County. Right. So Sutter Yuba County we're going to talk about tonight. We have a couple properties there that are duplexes. Um, one of them that I'm very fond of is a three bedroom, one bath. Um, each side has three bedrooms, one bath, and it is 224. So this property you could rent for about $1,200 a month. And for folks that are displaced that need long-term arrangements, this is one of the closest counties you're going to get to uh, folks that work in Chico and can't afford the price of admission in yeah, Chico. And, and prices in Chico are you know going 50000 Oh, rent just went right now. skyrocketed and too. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I want to note on that, if you've been displaced, you know, FHA and HUD offer a 100% purchase program. It's called right. 203H. Oh, yes, and yes. it's 100% financing. And a lot of insurance companies have already paid out when if you're flush with cash and or if you want to pocket or keep it obviously you have tons of expenses for all the things you've lost there are programs that are set specifically designed for you in right. disaster areas so give us a call if you have a friend or family member or somebody that has been affected by the fires you know it's great at least again our two cents one of the things we were kind of noodling through before the break is that you know yeah if you're planning on rebuilding it all depends on whether you're going to rebuild or right. not and uh, that's a big question in most areas up there because we're going to be re- rebuild and maybe half the town won't so it depends on if that's your primary residence how long construction is going to be these are things that just take some fact finding mm-hmm. to find out what's best for your particular situation so uh, again give us a call 925-203-5808 we'll get some answers for you we're coming up on another break you're listening to real life lending and real estate it's real life lending with financial services expert eric golovsky Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Uh, we're going to continue with Jessica Couch, branch manager of Real Life Real Estate, to, to tell us about some properties. All you investors, listen up. We have several in the Sutter Yuba County, as I was mentioning before our break, um, one of our closest counties to Butte County, where we have you know 8,000 families that are displaced. So I think that's going to become a very um, hot rental market where it's a pretty affordable county to be able to purchase. Um, if you are looking into Sacramento, we have two duplexes left in the 95825 zip code close to CSUS. Um, each are two bedroom, one bath. One does not have quite the upgrades, but it's listed at $299. Um, it's going to be reduced this evening at $2299 from $315, I think is where it is right now. And we have another one with a lot of upgrades, a new roof um, and uh, new newer floors, a lot of upgrades there that's listed at $390. And on both of these, market rent is $1,300. So it's about a 7% cap rate. So we, we 
have seen cap rates change a little bit as the price of our multifamily moves up because regardless of the inventory we have for single family, there is still a real lack. I mean, Bay Area across to um, to residential income properties, there's right. just not a lot. We were looking with another uh, listener to the show in Alameda County, mm-hmm. and we found one under, you know, one for right. a duplex under a million. Right. There was just not a lot of inventory. So if you guys are looking for something in that, you know, in, in the area and you're not coming up with something affordable enough to make the cap rate work and you want to look at these outlying areas like Sacramento right. or Tehama County or um, Sutter, Yuba County, give me a call, 916-532-8916 so we and can I, look into those options. I think that's really a good, important point is that people tend to look, especially new investors, they tend to look at property. Well, I would never live there. Right. But you have to understand that an investment property is a a cash machine, mm-hmm. okay? There is upkeep, there is cost, but it is an investment to utilize tax rules, to utilize uh, rent rules, and to have a third party pay off uh, an asset that has a lien on it. Right. So you're not only making money in appreciation, you're having somebody pay off your liability, So you're making, and you're also making money on the tax uh, benefit as well. So all those factors make investment property really attractive, mm-hmm. especially to folks. But I own property that I wouldn't live in. I wouldn't even walk down the street at night. I, I, own, I own some <laughs> property that I wouldn't live in either, um, but it's a rental. Right. That, that I got it because it works for a rental and the numbers work for a rental. Exactly. So I, I try to remind our listeners of that. Um, we will go into neighborhoods that you know, maybe they're they're not as comfortable in. It's not somewhere where they're living. There's someone and who I don't mean to go buy payment. something in, in a high crime area. It's just a matter of finding this a good, a good neighborhood that sure. has solid rents with a good rental pool. That's key. Uh, but again, you know, and I think it's really important just to start the process and open that conversation, whether you're an investor looking for another investor, uh, investment to help build your portfolio, whether you're sitting there paying your rent, getting ready to, 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 you know, you just paid your rent, you're trying to get ready for Christmas and you're thinking about uh, the next year. Right. I think it's a great time to at least start the process. Let's start fresh in mm-hmm. 2019. Let's find out, let's make a plan to make 2019 the year of home ownership for you younger folks or even I just helped a 58 year old person buy their first house Wow! and it's exciting and they had been a renter all their lives and when you sit down and do a simple math equation of all the rent they've paid over right. their life it's an eye opener I so bet I really think it's just important to call us start the process and learn about the thousands of people that we've helped just like you sitting there listening to this show Jessica thank you for being here thank you how does somebody get a hold of you again? Uh, 916-532-8916. I'm on seven days a week. You can call, text. Uh, my partner Diana and I are, are truly available seven days a week from the Bay Area to these other counties. Um, re- what, what is our website? Real, it's Real, <laughs> real Life Real Estate. Real you life, can reach us through there. RealLifeRE.com. That's RealLifeRE.com. And if you want to start the pre-approval process, give me a call. Work with me personally. I answer my own phone. I know it's hard for you guys to believe and you're surprised. Uh, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.